0: Welcome to Leap Into Your Story Podcast, where you discover your inner story, break down the process, and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. We interview amazing guests who provide powerful insights that inspire you to get your story told. Be sure to visit our website at LeapintoYourStory.com and while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network. Now sit back. Get ready to take some notes, and let's get started. This episode of Leap Into Your Story podcast is brought to you by Leap Into Your Story course. Visit leapintoyourstory.com where you have a guide to get your story told. I'm Victoria Anderson, host of Leap Into Your Story podcast, where you discover your inner story, work through the process, and meet others who've done it already. So we interview great guests who provide you powerful insights and inspire you to get your own story told. So be sure to visit my website at leapintoyourstory.com. And while you're there, subscribe and like to your favorite social media network. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing Heal Your Home to Heal Your Life. So now sit back, get a notepad, take real good notes, grab two pens. I got mine right here, my two pens as well. <laughs> and let's get started. So my guest today is Connie Knutsen. She's a feng shui consultant, dowser energy healer, and facilitator for the Virtues Project. Uh, She's a former school teacher and health coach who discovered life-transforming strategies of feng shui in 2015, which she has used to transform her life from a stressful and struggling one to create a life she truly loves. But today, We're going to be um, talking about her as an author as well, and this is her book, which is Feng Shui, of Personal Transformation, Discover How Finding Your Life Purpose Attracts Financial Abundance. So thank you, Connie, for joining us today, and um, we'd like to know a little bit about your Journey. So, how did this all get started?
1: Well, I was struggling in 2015. I was in a job that did not fulfill me. It was actually, I, I was listening to babies screaming and adults yelling at kids and changing stinking divers. And I was not where I thought I would be after getting my master's degree in early childhood education. I was I did work in a school for a number of years and, as a kindergarten teacher, but this was a dark moment in my life, dark few years actually, when I was in that place because of certain changes that had happened. And I I, I wanted the money to, to pay for, um, to get more uh, retirement income. So that's that's why one reason why I was there but it things just weren't working for me and was depressed my health was declining and no matter what i did i had to take my nebulizer to work i mean as an as an asthmatic that was very difficult and i just you know was barely making it through the day so that was pretty difficult at that time and then um and i was just i really wanted to make a difference in the world I, i i knew this was not my path and it was it was frustrating and so one day I was searching on the internet and I saw this beautiful woman being interviewed um, on the internet about how her life got transformed just by moving her bed. And well, I thought, wow, you know, that is pretty amazing. If it's, if, if it is that easy, I can do it too. <laughs> and so this beautiful woman was Marie Diamond. She's a world transformational, uh, she's a feng shui master and teacher and uh, was in the hit movie, The Secret. So, but I, that, that didn't mean anything to me at the time because I, I, I really didn't know much about that. But I, I was really impressed with the way she talked about how her life transformed um, at the age of 15. And she, she went from being bullied and having no friends to um, those bullies turning around and becoming her friend and finding her first boyfriend so that was all so impressive to me and when i saw her being interviewed i was just mesmerized is the word that i come it was like like a light bulb moment i was like like wow this is really something she's really she's really she's the real deal so i moved my bed to a new place i moved it to a a new bedroom and i of course i didn't know how to set it up like Feng Shui, you set it up in a certain direction, but I did know that to make it more peaceful and to put um, put things that were, were harmonizing and uplifting. So I didn't put very much in that bedroom actually. But I had my office in a different place instead of all together. So because of that, within uh, I would say a couple of weeks, um, and I did a few other Feng Shui things moving things around uh, in in my house. And uh, it was already pretty decluttered. There wasn't a whole lot (laughs) in the house because I'd been out of the country. But um, I I set things up a little bit according to the little bit that I understood from that interview, that that life transforming interview. But within two weeks, I decided uh, it it was time to retire. I, I decided I found a way to retire before I thought there was no way i can retire this is how am i going to make a living so i decided to retire um i decided to move to albuquerque and build a business from my home in albuquerque um is a place where there's lots of healers so i that was part of the reason it was kind of a, um, an intuitive hit as well as as uh, consulting with a, an intuitive i came to the decision that Albuquerque was my place and she consulted her guides and she said, yes, the the guides are, my guides are telling me, just go, just go. And so I drove four hours to Albuquerque, throwing in my car what I needed. And, um, that was another miracle because I had to overcome a huge fear, um, when I came back from Albu- from Central America, I was living in Honduras for a few years, and I was so afraid to drive on the freeway. I was so afraid, and my hands would sweat. You know, grab the free. You know, I would even even you know, I going to work. I could not get myself to stay very long on the freeway because I was so scared. But in this moment, in this inspiration, I allowed my dreams to become bigger than my fears. And I wasn't going to let anything, not my fears, nothing to get in my way of living the life of my dreams. Because I just knew Albuquerque had something for me. And so I rented out my home and within, um, and, and I started building my business, which was at that time a health coaching business. But I started building my business and within within about two years, I tripled my income and was just, things just I guess that's the best word for it. A whole lot better than than they ever did when I was working for somebody else. And I learned to tune into my intuition. All kinds of things happened and there's lots of great places to network in Albuquerque as well. So that's how I got my start. I don't know if I've left anything out, but, but, uh, that's how I got my start. And I haven't looked back. I haven't regretted
2: wow. anything
1: about the, about the journey that got me started uh, to, um, living the, the, the life of my dreams and using Feng Shui as the, as the guide for me.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, Connie, tell, tell us all a little bit about your book. Um, this is a sweet book. It's, um, I think 30 some pages long. Um, if you're a slow reader, it will take you know a couple of hours. If you're a fast reader, probably about an hour um, or less. Uh, but certainly a story from the heart. So tell us a little bit what inspired you. Because I mean there's one thing about starting a journey, but you've written a book about that journey. So tell us a little bit about that well
1: i decided to write a book about it because um reflecting back it it didn't it didn't come right you know in that moment i just had to go through you know some things first and start you know and start expanding and i was at first i was working on my health coaching business and trying different things to, to to network and find clients and stuff that I felt like had um, lost its magic, I guess. I don't know what the, what the word is. It wasn't inspiring to me anymore. Even, even though I'm passionate about health, it just it wasn't the way I wanted to go with my life. Um, and then uh, I decided in, in, in 2017, I think it was, I want to do this as a business, I want to do this as a business. I want to help women uh, transform their lives and create the life that they truly love so that they can attract abundance, so they can uh, uh, just align their environment with their, their goals and dreams and just show them the, the magic that can, the, the flow that can happen by arranging your environment in, in better ways and more harmonious ways that's, that support you. So I decided to um, write it out and I did get support in a, in a group that, that helped me, that, that encouraged me, I guess, Mm -hmm. but the actual writing um, it was just the decision and it, it kind of just flowed. I I had to set aside certain times when I would do it because I'm a person that, you know, everything is interesting. (laughs) I'm interested in so many things. So so, I had to just set aside a time, but the but the story pretty much flowed because i I just remembered that that the day that I moved here, and that that you know that will stick in my mind it sticks in my mind how I met Marie Diamond online um, and I didn't really meet her in person, but I met her I saw her online, and she was just like a light <laughs> for me. Um, A a guiding light and the foundation for, you know, I would set up. First of all, I was in rooms, and I would set up the room according the best I could according to feng shui, which is not easy when you're living in somebody else's house. I that that didn't go real well at first because, like I say, your your vibration is different from the people in the house. So uh, when I finally got my own apartment, things really started changing um dramatically and i was able to really set things up the way you know a better flow i won't say it's never perfect but it was much better so i just i just started writing and it came you know it was just like an inspiration and um i got some help to publish it Uh, i I didn't self-publish but it did become a bestseller and now you know and marie diamond actually helped me to pick out some of the colors you know for for this that um yeah I I, it was it was very 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 uh special and it it was just the way I live my life and so um I think I mentioned how I felt when I first came to Albuquerque because I I believe in magic I believe that when you're in tune with the a certain vibration, a higher level of vibration, that you are inspired, and you and you you do go to places you wouldn't have gone otherwise. And so I felt like Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz, like, no longer El Paso, Albuquerque, where am I? <laughs> and so I started from scratch, and I I just had to you know work on getting to know a few people. I, oh, by chance, I, I the place I choose, and I didn't know it at the time, the place I chose to live was a house that was two blocks away from a health coach who had, oh, I'd met, uh, you know, about, I don't know, maybe a month or two earlier uh, online, you know, we met, we were referred by a different person, so we met in person. But it was so interesting that I lived a couple of blocks from where she lived, and I actually really needed that support I mean it was like you don't know (laughs) you don't know anybody and you know she 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 helped me and gave me somebody to talk to walk down the street if I was having a a hard day you know um that I thought that was just pretty amazing as as far as taking the first step into
0: Albuquerque so it sounds like the energy flow was your yellow brick road (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to oz right <laughs> yes i build uh i
1: build the emerald city for yes. who wants to. that's right the queen or king if it's a it's a man of their life so there you go
2: so
0: mm-hmm. so that's that's uh there you have it emerald city in the yellow brick road dorothy <laughs> oh that's awesome that's awesome well let's let's talk about now you've mentioned uh dowsing what is the difference between feng shui and dowsing tell us a little bit about that
1: they're two different kinds of, of energy um they're actually two different separate conversations but feng shui is the energy flow feng shui means wind and water and it's an energy um, energy system um, used by the Chinese for about five thousand years. Hmm. ancient Chinese masters or spiritual teachers would observe the energy, and the whole civilization of of China was is, is set up, especially the the castles and the layout of the city that. Yeah. That set up according to, to Feng Shui, but they observed, you know, setting up um, watchtowers in certain places, or putting up statues in certain places that had an effect on the energy. But in the past, Feng Shui was used by the kings, the emperors and the empresses to keep their power and their, their riches. And the interesting didn't want a secret to get out. It was a secret. They didn't want that secret to get out to the general people and today i i think probably the feng shui a popular feng shui may not be based on always on the the what the feng shui masters taught because yeah. people are not all educated but yeah it's hard to it's, it's hard to really make a statement like that we we don't know who has studied deeply and who is not but okay. but it does take some study and Um, Hmm. and well that's that's feng shui and and it's it's just the energy flow and it means wind and water so now nowadays it's in the western world we have more access to that information in china there's more access to that everybody it's not kept behind closed doors anymore anybody who with a desire to study it can find out how to apply it for themselves and how to um channel the wisdom and the energy flow of feng shui according to your own um goals and dreams hmm. so it's it's very it's very interesting dowsing is more of a healing modality to heal to de-stress your home and heal it it's it's a different kind of energy it it's um it's in the etheric field of the house and so every house has its own personality and a dowser can go in and and find the 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 negative energy yeah. uh, uh, that that from the net, from the earth like then wow. like vibrations from the earth yeah. um, that can be very negative very hard on the immune system and a person will yeah. get sick very easily so dowsing can raise the vibration of the entire home and by that, raise the vibration of the person that lives there so right. that they don't get sick so much, but so they can actually focus on their business more without... Uh, yeah, just focus on their business more and feel at a higher level depending mm-hmm. on how deep you want to take it, you know. it's And it doesn't take very long. Dowsing is, is... That's what I love about dowsing, and that's what I feel that it's important that every house be doused because we have so many for example cell phone towers, electromagnetic fields that we're all affected by and this can protect the immune system so that we don't get sick so often and we can we don't get sick so often we can work more on our on our business and we can be a more service in the world so that's my goal is to share this wonderful, Information and share these tips with people so that they can live the life of their dreams. Everybody wants that. You know, I don't know anybody who
0: doesn't want that. Right. Now, um, with dowsing, is there any special, I mean, either one is because feng shui is the study of energy, um, but that includes moving things around. Like in the case with Marie Diamond, she moved her bed, or, um, you know, you were talking about moving. To you know, not be interfered with other people's energy. What about dowsing? Is it is it the same thing? You move things around. What is different? It's a different energy. A different energy that that
1: um, there are natural um, energy fields on the earth. Um, that for well, the most the most important one to remember because um, it can affect people so much and that's there that's the uh, uh, geopathic stress Mm. and that's the energy underneath the the house Um, Mm. uh, it can be water or it can be um, changes in the soil two different kinds of soil which will mess with the vibration in the house and the dowser will go in put down the cures and it's cured in within three seconds Mm. so you know, although, you know, it, it could be like a what do you call it, the tremors, if the house shifted a little bit, that could cause geopathic stress. But if you're staying okay. on an area that has a, a cross line of, of, of geopathic stress going one way and going another way, your immune system won't be able to handle it. And it, and, and um, Murray Diamond has a story. Um, she's my, Murray Diamond is my functional master, my teacher. She has a story about how um, her father um, was sleeping on an area where, where there was a juice stress line. They didn't know at the time. She was not a, a, a dowser at the time, but yeah. he um, he got he got stomach cancer, and he he died of stomach cancer. So <clears throat> then, when her when he died, and her mother started sleeping in that same space, she started having stomach issues. Mm. Well, they called in a dowser to find out why. And turns out he was sleeping. There was a, you know, it was sleeping over a a geopathic stress line. And it was that doesn't let your immune system work. Right. And so he he got the cancer and he he died. So that um, that's another story. How she she got into into dowsing. But I was I was very impressed with that story. And I always douse my house before I I usually before sometimes it's after but but I try to before because I know that's going to protect me from, you know, while they're building or while they're doing things, I know that things are not going to happen to me. And I, I can protect myself, I have um, asthma. So I mean, it's it's well under control now. So it's, the dowsing has certainly been a part of that, um, so that um, I, I guess that that
0: explains a little bit. I hope that you understand. Them. It does. Now, do you? What do you use to douse? Do you use crystals, or do you use like those angled, like hanger-looking things? I mean, you know that we've seen, like we've seen in some people looking for water. Dowsing
1: actually has been used. In um, almost every civilization, every hmm. culture has their own form of dowsing. Originally, it was used just to find water and they used it.
0: Yes, you know, yeah.
1: To find where the water is to build a well. Right. well what I was taught is we don't just use it to, 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 to find water. We use it to find all kinds of different energy blockers hmm. that are going to keep... Um, uh, make your house sick make it right drag the energy down and make you sick and make the people just maybe not feel good in certain areas of the house um, these energy flows are exist naturally on the earth and outside they don't affect the, the animals they, they won't affect the animals at all mm. um, it doesn't hurt anything but once they're inside a building you will be affected mm. and uh, one example uh, would be the electrical meters, where mm-hmm. where um, they read the electricity, and so that the electric box can be a source of of stress in the house, and can cause all kinds of, of issues with not being able to sleep, with not you know with not being able to focus, ADHD, um, different things like that. People can get headaches. Yeah. So once it's cured, we just uh, they, so what we use is the L rods. You, you, it's uh, I don't have them in my hand. I don't want to get them. <laughs> they're they're L shaped and right. Um, and the the rods move when you ask a question, uh, mm. and I can find out what the energy level of the house is, and and I ask a question and uh, it will tell me what the what the vibration level by by just counting how high or how low the the number is. And, and after dousing, the number is always considerably higher and the person feels so different. So um, even animals are affected by it. Uh, I, I don't know how deep you want me to go with this because we were going to talk about feng shui. <laughs> but but um, animals, I'll just say that. If you if you have any questions about that, I can, I can share a story with, about that. But animals love dousing and they may have a place that they that they don't like and they'll never go there Mm. Um, and then after you douse it they will find their sweet spot and they will sleep and you know they will they will sometimes cuddle with you on 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 your bed if you if you they didn't go there before they'll go there now because it feels it feels the energy feels right
2: right Right.
0: Well, I remember in California, there was a spot right outside the office window that cats used to fight over. There there was one particular spot and I went out to look and I could actually see like the squiggle like waves, like in between the corner of the house and the tree. And I, it almost looked like water and the cats would fight, you know, on the, in that spot. And I was talking to somebody about that and they says, well, that looks like it's, you know, you may have some sort of portal, which wouldn't surprise me because there was a lot of paranormal activity in it, but usually the animals would run away from certain areas and that one, they were fighting to be in it, which I thought was in. I was the stray cats, you know. I was the crazy cat lady, but the these were the stray cats that were something about that little area, um, you know. And and so cats and, I, cats and dogs have different
1: life missions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, this is according to Marie Diamond. Okay, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a sage in this, but this is uh, I just remember things that she says um she she talks about how dogs um are a very um cats love negative energy Hmm. love their their purpose in life is to uh transform that negative energy and then and then shake it off they 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 don't hold it in and dogs don't like negative energy they will they will walk away from it they will run you know they they don't like to stay if they don't like a person if they don't like it as a space in a house they will go they will they won't stay there but cats are the opposite if a if a person is it has a lot of negative emotions or stress or things going on in their life the cat will be the will be the one to come to you mm-hmm. well cat or dog could come to you but the cat will absorb your energy and after a certain amount of time they'll they'll have to leave they they don't want to be there anymore because they've absorbed all the energy they can and so they leave and they shake it off
2: Hmm.
1: they'll go somewhere else for a while but see that's that's how their 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 personalities or their nature are are different and and you know dogs dogs can be very comforting too but they don't they don't um, absorb that they, they could just be there and, and comfort you and sleep with you or whatever. It's just, yeah, different-
0: that's, I believe that, um, especially when I was going through times of high anxiety. Uh, the cat sleeps right on top of me. So, and it's almost, it almost, it, it's weird because I don't like things that are close to my face, but having a cat on my chest seemed to be okay. Um, but yeah it was kind of and the cat seemed to be protective yeah um, it's it's his life mission yeah
1: to, well you're in negative energy and then go shake it off mm-hmm. and, you know maybe
0: come back later but whatever but um yeah that's what they're here for yeah i I've, I've heard that i and i i, I believe i've experienced it too <laughs> definitely definitely so um Let's talk about. It was, I think you've already. I was going to ask you about different types of feng shui because it sounds like there's different types. And you mentioned the, the
2: schools
0: of thought. There's different, different schools of thought. There, the, there's um, the one
1: I believe in is the, the, the is the traditional feng shui, the flying star feng shui, where the energy flies in. Different places in the house each year and each month. It actually flies in different places in the world. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's based on the, the teachings of the ancient Chinese masters who, who studied this and were likely guided by inspiration and um, could probably actually see the energy, like my teacher, Murray Diamond sees energy and uh, she that's why her advice is so accurate Hmm. Um, and she believes and I I kind of I I believe as well that these men uh, were in tune with the with the universe and they they had these inspirations and that's how they were able to know what kinds of things where you need to put a chime where you need to put it's not all superficial I mean it's really real feng shui is not supervision superstition it is based on the actual energy flow in a home um, and it's highly related to the personality to the who is living in that home every home actually has its own personality but the person who lives there you want to live in a home that's facing a good direction for you so I kind of got off track there, but um, yeah, th- there's different schools of thought and I haven't div- I haven't gone into any of the other schools.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All I know is that I, I started with a book and you cannot get good um, feng shui guidance from a book because every home is unique. You oh, need okay. somebody to come in and take a look and see how the energy flow is in each room if you really want to. Align your environment with your goals and dreams. That's been all, always my goal and my, uh, you know, for 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 using feng shui. And I I studied it for a number of years
0: with uh, the help of uh, Marie Diamond. Good to know. So I guess you know there isn't one size fits all feng shui. It sounds like
1: there's no one size fits all, but there's kind that works. Okay. it really doesn't work but it's it's pretty and so it's like um inspiration right. because sometimes you know there's some schools that will tell tell you just walk in the front door and over there is to the right is going to be your success direction and to the left is going to be your health direction well that's very that's not very accurate because it depends on which way your house is facing gotcha which way your house is facing and so some schools have westernized the um, the principles to, to, for the Western mind to make it quote unquote easier, but I guess it depends on what you want. If you want something that's easy, you can get that. If you want something that works, um, you might want to look into a, a traditional um, feng shui person who has studied you know how how the energy actually flows, and individualizes it to your home. Your home is unique, just like you are unique, and uh, you want to live in harmony with your house.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> now we've talked about how royalty have used it to, you know, be more powerful or to keep the riches. What about uh, the average folks? Say, you know, for those in finance, relationship, and of course, you know, this particular podcast always, um, you know, is we deal with writing. And, you know, what about creativity and, and how that can improve, um, you know, the flow of things? And a lot of times, creative blocks are emotional blocks, but maybe they, can be dissolved with some feng shui, (laughs) you know, uh, tips. So tell us a little bit of how the average person uh, can benefit financially, relationship, and creativity uh, with feng shui.
1: Yeah, Um, there's a number of things you can do. Um, The first thing is to find out what your four best directions are everybody is born in with four good directions and four less good directions. Mm. And so you want to uh, find out what your best, your good directions are so that when you're working in your office, you can face one of your good directions. And, and, and so you will feel stronger and your, your, your energy will flow better. So you want to face a good direction and you want to be able to see the door, because that's where the okay. energy comes in. Okay. So that would be um, the first thing that you could do to make yourself stronger and more focused. Now, for um, uh, for for all of those areas, for for finances, for meeting your business goals, and for relationships, clutter. I mean, clutter is a first of all, it's a poverty mentality. You keep lots of clutter around on your floor, shoes by the door, uh, piles of paper in your office. Um, Those things will lower your vibration and keep you stuck in poverty. So the first thing that you should do is to clean up your environment. And um, they've done studies uh, that show that if you are uh, if you walk into a room that's beautiful, that's been decluttered, that is set up according to feng shui, the balance in the energy and the balance in the elements and the, and the colors, because every color has a frequency. So, if it's been set up according to good feng shui, you your brainwave will actually go for up to alpha, which is the highest level, and you, a, a creative will be able to to get their inspiration and that's what i believe that creatives get their inspiration from a higher you know level of 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 awareness a little higher vibration and inspiration from the other world that's just my personal um, understanding both writers and any kind of artist what they write and 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 when they're inspired it, it comes from the spirit above it it's You know, when things flow, it flows and it's not necessarily from that person.
0: (laughs) Well, I certainly like to figure out um, that flow because when I was writing my second book, Trial by Fire, back in 2008, I wrote 108 pages in one week. So uh I have not been able to do that before, nor have I done that since. Um according my according to my editor, I was a freak in nature because these weren't like you know the the six by nine pages. These were the eight and a half by eleven full <laughs> hundred and eight in one week. Um so I don't know what do you think? It might just be my thing, maybe you can shed some insight how I can get back to that flow um tapping to write that much in one week. Yeah. So. I don't know what, where, how your house is set up, but
1: what occurs to me, it could have been just the energy flow in that where your office is located on a particular year. There's something called an abundance star that flies in. Um, in, in, in two To different areas, so it could have been lined up with that that year, and uh, and, and lined up in your office, you know. So it yeah. could have been that co- you know that coincidence, and it and it allowed you to to wow. do that because you had the maybe the support. I I I don't know your house. I can't really say that's <laughs> what happened, but that's a possibility. And um, what I what I do teach my people who have um, a block and a creative block is I use the the meditation taught to me by Marie Diamond which is the um, and she's she's world famous so she's helped people all over the world and I I, and I I use her as my inspiration so when she says I mean she's used this since the age uh, age of the the meditation. I think she's used it since the age of fifteen. Wow. The tubes of light meditation, and I teach that to my clients. And it helps them to tune into a higher level of awareness. And when you practice it on a daily basis, you tap into a higher level of awareness, and you can get yourself into a flow. You channel wisdom from the from the universe.
2: Mm.
1: So that would be another thing, you know, that that you could do. Um, or your listeners could do if anyone is a writer and would like to uh, open up the creative juices. Of course, just setting up your office according to feng shui will raise your vibration. And, oh, I didn't finish talking about that. I talked about alpha when it's set up according to feng shui. Well, if you walk into a room that is deep, is cluttered, and has it will have a, a, a low vibration. And if you work in that low vibration, clutter everywhere, it brings your energy down and you are working from a, um, a beta brain, your, it brings your brain level down to a beta level within a matter of three seconds after walking into that room. Wow. And you'll have a really hard time getting yourself inspired because of the clutter. And so you, you wanna be in that supportive environment Because um, 33% of your success in any endeavor is the environment. So that's what you want to create is the environment of support and setting it up according to the principles of feng shui. And uh, I, I love helping people figure out what it is for them, what it is for their
0: unique house. Right. So it sounds like we need to focus on just keeping things around that um, align with who we are and what we want to accomplish.
1: That's a good place to start. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And eliminating what no longer serves you, because when you understand what no longer serves
0: you, it's easy to let it go. Right. Well, that's some really good points. So, Sounds like um given us quite a few tips, so maybe the starting point um would you say uh would be what decluttering first and maybe, and then figuring out your best rooms, what are some of the key things that our listeners can start right now um little baby steps to getting their flow better?
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say um. Two things, mm-hmm. like the decluttering, as you mentioned, and that I consider it like releasing what no longer serves you. Um, we hold on to things sometimes for emotional reasons. So when we declutter, we actually are releasing emotions at the same time. Nice. So it's important to, when you do that, to also do the meditation. That will help you to. Release on an emotional level because just releasing physically may not be enough. If you're attached to something and you're going to have resistance to letting it go Mm. if you're attached to it for emotional reasons. So, doing the meditation first, then the decluttering. And then, when you're ready to set up your office, um, find your four good directions and um, face one of those while you're working so you can. Find your best directions, your four best directions, one for, for success, for health, for relationships, and for your wisdom who wants to, you know, you want to be, have the proper guidance or whatever you're doing. So you want to, you want to set up, uh, find out what those are and how you do that. Well, it's very simple. You can download the Marie Diamond app onto your phone and you will put in your d- date of birth. You will put in your gender and you will you know, you know, you'll bring up this compass and, and up will come your four good directions, your personal energy number and your four good directions. So that is a piece of gold that you can use. It's, it's a very foundational and it's, it will strengthen your, your energy and your focus just by using that one
0: tip and, and of course decluttering as well. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. good. Well, thank you. Well, Connie, I want to thank you for sharing your information on uh, that subject. That I'm thinking we're all enlightened a whole lot better about it and good tips to, that, you know, that'll get folks um, moving in a better flow to write. So uh, tell us where we can find out more uh, about what you have to offer where we can get your book where others can get your book in and um you know
1: you can get my book on amazon okay uh, and just just uh, you can order it on amazon or you can uh write to me at office at connie com. i can mail you a signed copy oh. of Get, get it on on Amazon anybody can get that or you could go to my website Connie Knudsen.com, and get more information about both feng shui and dowsing, sing and um, find out about other programs that I have I have a, uh, a a a group in in Facebook called Healing Homes and Hearts you can join that group but I would say to get started go to my go to my website um And I look forward to working with you and helping you create the life of your
0: dreams just like I did. All right, folks, you heard that. Um, Go ahead and check out Connie's uh, site, groups, and resources, as well as her book. Um, That certainly. Been written from the heart. So Connie, again, I do thank you for sharing your information and spending this time with me. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to Leap Into Your Story Show, where you discover your inner story, help work through the process, and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. So remember to visit my website at leapintoyourstory.com, and so you can enjoy more great episodes like this and again while you're there subscribe and like uh, via your favorite social media network we're looking forward to seeing you next time here on leap into your story Show. thank you for tuning into the leap into your story podcast where you discover your inner story break down the process and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story remember to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're there, subscribe and like to us via your favorite social media network. We're looking forward to seeing you next time on the Leap Into Your Story podcast.